Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we short and brown around, but we quit. I've got a feeling we're around to something here. Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for the most implausible habits, irrational fears, and adorable sayings of the human race. Whether you celebrate Christmas, the winter solstice, Hanukkah, or the death anniversary of Zarathustra, you're welcome to Global Pillage, where the name of the game is diversity. Footnote, not the actual name, that's Global Pillage. <laughs> On my right, playing for Team Ecuador, Sarah Pascoe and Steen Raskopoulos. <laughs> on my left, playing for the gift to the show, Radu Isaac and Sadia Azmat. So, firstly, Steen Raskopoulos, uh, why is your team called Team Ecuador? Well, I think uh, because I'm from Australia and Mm. Sarah lives here, obviously, we're wanting like a middle point. Right, so you're meeting in the middle. And uh, Steen, how are you diverse? I think I'm tall. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty hard. So you're a tall, handsome white man. Oh, you just said the last bit, but I'll just say tall. I'll say tall. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you are Australian, though. I'm Australian, yeah. So you're an immigrant to these shores. I am, I am definitely. Uh, but my father is Greek, so I've got a bit of Greek in me as well, so... Uh, are you single? I'm married. Oh, are you wasting my time? Okay. <laughs> Sarah Pascoe, how are you diverse? I'm single. Hey! <laughs> no, I'm not, but I'm not married. You're not married? No. Okay, so, so, so there's still the hope. Form, I'm single. You're single. <laughs> on the dance floor, you're on rubbish. On the dance floor, I'm untouchable. Yeah. <laughs> How are you diverse? I'm not. I am. You're not, you're a woman. I'm in the middle of every Venn diagram. In a very real way. But I'm a very, very alpha woman. Yeah, yes, you're... Which a... is almost man. <laughs> <laughs> alpha woman is like a meagre man. <laughs> Uh, we are definitely going to get tweets about the gender binary issue. Oh, I'm a cis woman. 
no, no, no. Because we do get tweets. Because if you're an inclusive show, yeah. people who are often excluded listen, yeah. and then they explain to you how you're not being inclusive. Yeah. And they're right to do that. No, they are right to do it, and we, it is a discussion, and let's all just shout at each other on the same team. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So please tweet in and tell Sarah Pascoe why she was wrong to say everything she said. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Sadia Azmat, how are you diverse? I'm vegetarian. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kind of brown, so yeah. That and the vegetarian. You're vegetarian, you're Asian. I'm not really vegetarian, sorry, that was a lie. <laughs> what? I, I like meat. <laughs> but I'm trying to go off it. Radu Isaac, how are you diverse? Uh, so I am a white man, but I am Romanian. I'm like in, from the Moldavia part of Romania, which is kind of like the Georgia part here. So I speak two languages, but both of them with a funny accent. <laughs> Making sure none of these facts are too much fun, please welcome in Pedant's Corner our lovable doctrinaire, Let's Edgewick. And on keyboard and vocals, the throbbingly talented Mark Hodge. Ned Sedgwick, what makes you diverse? Uh, well, I mean, I always find this question quite hard, but I, I wrote down some notes, and I am an openly gay, former Olympic um, <laughs> fencer and an enemy of the state. No, so it's someone else. Um, <laughs> I am middle class, really. I'm actually just kind of perfectly middle class. There's no diversity at all. So I think I worked out that you brought me on the show to take the piss out of me. Oh. So there you go. No, I don't see you as a manifestation of the patriarchy at all. <laughs> I've never said that. Aren't you one-eighth Indian? Uh, technically, yeah, but no one ever believes me. So I kind of... And people, when I said that on one of the shows before, were like, you're not getting away with that now. I was like, no, no, I am. They're like, well... Listen to your voice. Even on a podcast, people can tell you not. <laughs> also, also, technically, Queen Victoria was Indian mm. as the Empress of India. So it yeah. seems like you're that kind of Indian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark Hodge, how are you diverse? Well, at the moment, I'm wearing two hats simultaneously and pulling it off. <laughs> um, I mean, I've never been an Olympic fencer, more's the pity, because that looks like jolly good fun. But I am sort of openly gay, which is like being gay, only... I don't know what openly gay is. It's like a kind of gay which is worse than normal gay. It's like, <laughs> it's like impervious to sunlight and insecticides. I don't know. On every episode of Global Pillage, our hive uses its mind to create a special piece of what we call music unique to the show. Over to you, Mark. Yes, so we need letters from A to G, please. G. G. Oh, it's going to be a minor one. It's going to be... We might have to change it. Sorry? special Christmas and the like episode. The first round is on Christmas and the like. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. 
In Catalonia, in Spain, households bring a wooden log into their home from the 8th of December to Christmas Day. What must the family do with it? Oh, gift to the show. Uh, they have to sit on it. <laughs> because they take all the chairs out of the house on the 8th of December. They take chairs out of the house and they sit on the log. Yes, to commemorate the fact that uh, in ancient Catalonia they didn't have chairs. <laughs> uh, team Ecuador, do you have an answer? It's so hard when they got it exactly right. <laughs> I guess we have to think of something. What about... It was the 8th of December, wasn't it? Yeah, the 8th yeah. of December, they bring a log into their house mm. until Christmas Day. What okay, do they do I with that log? it's pretty chilly in Catalonia through yep. December, and so I think maybe they can't bring all the trees indoors, so they bring in a piece of a tree to keep him warm so he can tell the others in January <laughs> oh. how nice it is to live in a house. Yeah, it creates, a, it creates the Christmas spirit amongst the forest. Yeah, and also oh. it, gives, it gives trees the ambition to evolve further into walking, um, <laughs> breathing animals who can build huts and houses. And, and the people are the equivalent of like the Santa Claus. They're like, oh, from the 8th, he comes and picks you up and takes you into a house. Yeah, they love oh. humans. Yeah. So the trees all hope to be picked. Yep. Like it's what? a Santa-y thing. Like mm. you, you're going to go and get to be yeah. inside in the warm. And mm. they think we're magic. Like, like, oh. what, what are they making the huts from? Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Bricks. Or <laughs> the dead relatives of the lucky log. Um, Kive Mind uh, in Catalonia, why do they bring a wooden log into the house? They use it to cross off the rings through the centre and count down the days until Christmas. Ah, if the log's too big, they sometimes can't open the presents until February. Ah, <laughs> anything else, Hive Mind? Yes? Carve it into something like a decoration tree or something. They carve it into a decoration. It's a Yule log. Yule log, yes. Expand, please. <laughs> they eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a symbol of the great things that come from nature. Symbol of the great things that come there from are, nature. There are better things in nature's defence. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Something to do with having a ship because in the nativity scene in Catalonia. Yes. Yes, it is. It is something to do with that. Expand. Oh, there's that little Who? Tell them it's something to do with that. I am telling them. Oh, sorry. Yes, I'm not going to tell you. She asked me. It's nothing to do with She said. She said, "Is it something to do with?" And I got seduced. Yes. Well, it's too late because the hive. You know it now because the hive might have told you. No, because I did another Christmas panel show and this was a question. Sadly. Too, too late, too late. Uh, so, Hivemind, could you expand on that? I think it must be symbolic of, perhaps it's, a, it's symbolic of the small shit in the whole house rather than in the nativity scene. It's, the shit's bigger, so it's in the form of the log, maybe. Uh, is there anything? No, don't ask her. She's not allowed to comment anymore. She wants to and she can't. Any other expansion on that idea? So yes? You fill it with nougat and then you hit it with sticks to make it shit. Though. Okay, all right, let's, let's go through the motions. <laughs> Wasn't even deliberate, gang. Um, if it's count off the rings, buzz now. You know it isn't, because I've given it away. Uh, carved into a decoration, buzz now. Your log, buzz now. Is it a large defecation? Or is it uh, you put nougat in it and then you hit it with sticks and then the little defecations come out, buzz now. Um, it's very similar to that. The family have to keep it warm and they pretend to feed it 
And then finally, they beat it on Christmas Day so that it craps out presents. <laughs> Ned, can you explain anything more about that? The really weird thing is no one can really explain it. And there is this other thing in the nativity scenes. They always put kind of um, little figurines of popular figures like the Pope or kind of David Bowie taking a dump in the corner. Like, it's so weird. And there's no explanation. They make the log look like a person. Yeah. They put eyes on it and everything. And then the children feed it. So, you, I mean, you could say it's, it's kind of like scatological. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> it's a bit like South Park's Mr Hankey, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder if that's where that they comes beat from. It, they beat it up to make it literally shit itself. It's so weird. Absolutely. Well, not weird. It's an interesting cultural quirk. <laughs> Of which I'm sure we have many that other cultures find. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, can you imagine if you were from another country hearing that we tell our children that a man comes down their chimney in the night, breaks into their house through the chimney, which then makes the child think, well, that could happen any night of the year with a bad man or woman. Imagine a religion where you tell people God is watching them at all times. Yeah. It's yeah. creepy. And that the main icon is a man being tortured to death. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, I mean, yeah. weird. And really as weird as... You know, this is this makes the Christmas log look in, yeah, inviting that's and normal. Yeah, a bit of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what common phobia would you not wish to have in Albania at Christmas, and why? Uh, Team Ecuador. The fear of Albanians. <laughs> fear of Albanians. Yes. You wouldn't want to have that at Christmas or any time of the year, really, would you, Sarah? Christmas is the worst because they get together in groups. <laughs> <laughs> Individually, they're terrifying. As a group, uh, don't even talk about it. <laughs> uh, gifts to the show. Uh, I'm thinking uh, you have to not have a phobia of presents because uh, <laughs> Al Albanians uh, celebrate Christmas just as anybody else and you shouldn't have a fear of Albanians. <laughs> That's that would very be a tricky fear for anybody. I don't like specific. getting or giving presents, I hate that. Do you? Do you hate getting or giving them? Yeah. Right. Uh, hide, hide the presents. Well, it's the, the bad time to say, Raddy, but I, I didn't get anything. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's more specific. Maybe it's not just getting presents. It's getting presents in alphabetical order of country of origin. Aha. <laughs> uh, hive mind, do you have anything better than that? Yeah. What common phobia would you not wish to have in Albania at Christmas and why? Clowns. Clowns. <laughs> Old white men. Old white men. <laughs> 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 I think I have that phobia sometimes. <laughs> I, I, think, I think they're sexy. <laughs> the other end of the scale. Uh, clowns, old white men, anything else? Going outside. Going outside. Why is that? Maybe all the celebrations are outside. Ah, oh, the celebrations are outside, okay. Buzz, if you think it's clowns, old white men, <laughs> going outside. Okay, they've gone for old white men. It is, in fact, fear of spiders. Um, and that's because they decorate their Christmas trees with fake spiders and webs due to a legend about a woman who was too poor to decorate her tree. And when she woke up, a spider had done it for her. Is it glorious webs? That what an awful Christmas. <laughs> that's the worst. Oh, thanks, spider. Like, you ruined the one thing I had, which was that tree. <laughs> she didn't feel that way, Sarah. She was grateful. Well, but there's then... something seriously wrong with her. No, she, no, Sarah, she was poor, and you don't know about that, so... <laughs> I'm poor. I still never got spiders to decorate shit. <laughs> you weren't that poor. I shoplifted. <laughs> That's what she should have done. She should have shoplifted some tinsel. The spider still have ruined it. He didn't know it was an empty tree. It, or she. Did. Let's not, again, be gender binary. Actually, only spiders that are female can make webs, so it is definitely a she. It was definitely a she? Yeah, okay. boys don't have the thread come out of their butthole. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, is that right? It's I always so. As a friend of a spider, I can confirm this. <laughs> <laughs> Ned, do you know any more about this? One of the things I find interesting about this, and in the spirit of inclusivity, and this isn't, Albania is a majority Muslim country, and so it's just kind of, you know, people, everyone celebrates Christmas and it's just a nice, you know, thing, really. Not a joke, as I said, maybe I should have made one. <laughs> During the Roman festival of Saturnalia, held on 25th of December, what happened to slaves? During the Roman festival of Saturnalia, held on the 25th of December, what happened to slaves? This is ancient Rome. Give the show. They were made to give gifts, and they received gifts from their owners. And that added extra social pressure to them. (laughs) There was social pressure, because they had to exchange presents with their masters, and they didn't have as big a budget. Exactly, and they couldn't be overshunned by the masters. Oh. Also, the masters always did a really funny joke, because they were like, open it, open it, and it was empty. Like, it's your freedom. Ha <laughs> 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 ha, Christmas prank. Yeah. Oh, this is a sad story. But yes, slavery was sad. <laughs> it yes, continues to be in many places. <laughs> Steen, is that your final answer? Oh, From... I think I know the real answer. Can Steen do a joke answer, and then I do the real answer? Yeah. Uh, so, Satanania. Oh boy, listen here. Um, <laughs> this is obviously famous when uh, Satan would, would pop up just for one day of the year and just say hello. Satan popped up? Yep. How did that affect the slaves? Oh, they got a bit sad. <laughs> They're like, oh, what's Satan doing here? We've got to get back okay, to work. Okay. And he's like, let's go play. Like, just oh, the just gonna... to be clear, see, it's, it's Satanalia, yeah. like Saturn the planet, not Satanalia. They correctly. <laughs> it's not just, just not Satanalia. It's not like Devilalia. It's, it's Saturnalia. Oh, you guys say yogurt, we say yogurt. What's uh, that? <laughs> uh, so you think you might have a real answer, Sarah? Yeah, that I... was the real... Do you want to... Okay, there you go. go. I'm confident, but whatever. I think... Wasn't it... it, They gave all of the slaves their birthday on that day. That was all of their birthdays. And what, they got a birthday present, Christmas was only one? They didn't get a present. It's just like, happy birthday, guys. Oh, because I've got a December birthday, and you do often get a double. You get... It's boring. You're not a slave in ancient Rome. I am not, but you're not a poor old woman who can't afford to decorate a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Holes in our personalities. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hive mind. What do you think? Yes? Uh, they got to swap places with the masters. Correct. Today and have their masters. So, a woman in the audience said they got to uh, swap places with their masters, and a man in the audience endorsed that. You <laughs> <laughs> are a greater authority. Okay, so hive mind. You're going to go for swap places with the masters. You are correct. <laughs> Diversity works. Uh, how did you know this? I'm a classicist. You're a classicist. That's why it's classicist in the audience. To be able to say. Yes. Also, um, they did this at the Flintstones at one point. It was a storyline of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Flintstones took place in the during the Roman times. No, it didn't. It was prehistoric, famously. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. I'd love it if the Flintstones wasn't a classical syllabus, though. (laughs) University. And it's the end of the round. What are the scores, please, Ned? Well, Team Ecuador and the gift of the show have no points, and the hive mind is storming ahead with 20 points. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Poland they say, did you fall from the Christmas tree? What do they mean? Team Ecuador. Male spider. Yeah. (laughs) Are you a male spider? Or is it like like that, um, you know, those pickup lines? Like, are you an angel because you've just fallen from heaven? Is it one of those ones? Ah, it's a pickup line. Yeah. Did you just fall from the Christmas tree because you're a fairy? Yeah, are you the Christmas star because you're the star in my floor? (laughs) (laughs) It's good, good work. Tell them my wife. Good, 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 good thing you married. Uh, The gift to the show. Uh, it's close to what uh, uh, the equator said. It's kind of like a, a, a Christmas decoration that uh, f- fell from the tree, so like a star or like the angel on the top. Only in Poland, it's sausages. <laughs> Did you fall from the Christmas tree, so are you a sausage? Exactly. Because they decorate their tree it, with sausages. And also, it's a compliment in, in Poland. You're <laughs> <laughs> basically calling somebody a sausage, but that means they're delicious. Okay, so they're well endowed. Oh, okay. So, did you fall from the Christmas tree? Means, wow, you've got a large package because what they put in their Christmas trees are large sausages. Okay, uh, hive mind, what do you think it means? If someone in Poland said to you, did you fall from the Christmas tree? What would they be meaning? It's an insult. It's an insult. What kind of insult? Uh, Because if they fall from the Christmas tree, First, that they're largely decorative. Ah! So, if it's an insult, if it first they're largely decorative if they've fallen from the Christmas tree. So, you're a useless decoration, because that's true actually, decorations are useless in all other ways. You, they don't do anything else, they've no other function. Yeah, but um, if your only function is to be pretty, and you are pretty, and I'm not just getting defensive about things that are very vapid and good looking. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I mean, what else do you want? Well, if you could be functional or beautiful, what would you choose? <laughs> Both. Both. But, yeah, but you've already I been offered one. I just said you one. <laughs> oh, it's a typical Gen Y answer. Um, anything else, have mind? Naive, like, were you born yesterday? 
naive, like were you born yesterday? You're not being very festive. Oh, you fell off the tree. Did you fall off the Christmas tree? You're not being very festive. You're drunk. You're drunk. <laughs> what were you doing on the Christmas tree in the first place? <laughs> You're glass and you fall to the floor and you're smashed, basically. Ah, you're smashed. You fall off the Christmas tree and you're smashed. Um, okay, hive mind. Do you think it means uh, you're smashed, you're drunk? Uh, not being very festive, buzz now. Naive, buzz now. Insult, you're largely decorative, not very bright. Uh, that is basically correct. You're an idiot and you're showing it. Yes, uh, very good, hive mind. Um, what's the origins of this, Ned? Well, it's pretty simple. It's, uh, you know, did you fall over? You, you look like an idiot. You look like a broken Christmas decoration. Now, shockingly, in Poland, Christmas decorations aren't sausages. Uh, yeah. No. I was convinced. I don't know which yeah. part of Poland you looked into. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it's probably my fault. In Turkey, Christmassy. <laughs> Stop it. No. In Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the beginning of the question, Sarah. In Turkey, the country, festive, uh, they say, to the raven's eye, its chickens look like falcons. What do they mean? Give to the show. It means cannibalism is okay in Christmas. Cannibalism <laughs> is okay at Christmas. Yeah. It's also uh, either cannibalism or some sort of incest between falcons. Incest. Between okay. falcons. <laughs> Only during Christmas it's kind of okay. Only so okay. during Christmas it's alright to have incest or eat relatives. Yeah. Yeah. But only like from cousins down. Only, that's why. only from cousins down. Well, exactly. That's specific. Uh, Team Ecuador, what's your answer? Can you say what it is again? To the raven's eye, okay. its chickens look like falcons. Yeah. Is that meant to be chicks by any chance? Uh, I, n n no. <laughs> Oh, Tom, uh, have another whisper. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's... What is it? Uh, uh, chickens is, is the word. So, yeah, but thanks for your interruption. Uh, yeah, that's a clue, right? So, So, can we, could you repeat the question about we put chicks in set and then chickens? <laughs> to the raven's eye, its chicks look like falcons. Oh, I've got it now. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about this the other day, actually. Yeah. So, um, it's to do with parenting. Yeah. Mm. And the Raven's kids. Yeah, because like obviously you want like a really cool kid that can fly, who has great vision, but some of the chickens they can't fly. They also, just, they know. come out as eggs. Yep. So the parents mm. are often I, very disappointed at oh, the Oh, I wish I just had ravens <laughs> in the world all the time. Yeah. Like, what are these round little idiots? Oh, oh thank God. Thank God I got a raven. Oh. Yeah. That's the answer. Great. Okay. <laughs> Hive was, was there an answer in that? I yes. just. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't you listening, Ned? Yeah. No. <laughs> I was, I was trying. The Next question. Parenting. Okay. Parents are scared of their offspring. I thought, it, I thought it was that one. Parents are scared so. of their offspring. Okay. Hive mind. Delusions of grandeur. Delusions of grandeur. No, if you're a mum, you just think your children are wonderful. If you're a mum, you think your children Can are you wonderful. Can you text that to my mum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they're little. Okay. Then will she be proud? Okay, so we're going to go for delusions of grandeur, Buzz now. Or if you're a mum, you think your children are wonderful, Buzz now. That is correct. <laughs> 
fairy mother thinks her baby is beautiful, so to a raven's eye, its little chickens look like falcons. <laughs> yeah, it's always more sense of it was chicks, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's apparently I mean, uh, what ravens call their babies. No. I, according to... <laughs> How do you know what ravens are saying to each other? <laughs> Deborah, Deborah, on a previous show, you did say that there was no such thing as male swans. So I think your, your knowledge of biology. Perhaps... I thought it was swans and um, what are the male swans called? Well, the swans. It's <laughs> <laughs> a goose and a gander and a duck and. Oh, oh man, that. I shouldn't have said that. Um, <laughs> well, we we worked our way through it, and I think this we've got enough here, together now. You know. <laughs> In Russia, maybe, they say... <laughs> I'll show you where the crayfish spend winter. What do they mean? <laughs> Team Ecuador. You're nice, and I'm taking you to Barbados. Uh, give the show. In Russia, they say, I'll show you where the crayfish spend winter. Can I ask, just off the record, what's a crayfish? Lobster, crab, crayfish. Probably, probably don't ask Deborah. She'll probably say it's like a baby human. It's, like... <laughs> it's a male swan. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, sell, they sell them in a salad in proto -Manger. I think they're a bit like prawns. Like, yeah, they're like little lobsters. Little lobsters. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, is, that is it. Seafood. I, I mean, it doesn't think of itself as seafood, and that's actually quite... Uh, Carnivore normative to call it seafood. Yeah, to me, to me they're sea friends. <laughs> so they don't really eat them uh, around the winter, but they do take them out of the cold and uh, put them in the fridge. So it basically means. I want to defrost you. I want to defrost you. Right, I want to defrost you. Okay. It basically means you, you're getting relocated. That's how they tell. Like, if they want to destroy a village in Russia, that's how they tell them. You're getting relocated. When they come to destroy a village in Russia, they say, I'll exactly. show you where the crayfish spend when winter. When they did the Sochi Olympics, they, they had to do that a lot. They just said, I'll show you where the crayfish spend winter, and then they moved people on. Okay. Exactly. I, think, I think it's, um, I suspect you of being a homosexual, and I'm going to drown you. <laughs> And a happy new year. <laughs> Hive mind? Yes? Um, I'll show you my white bits, like, um, like where the sun doesn't shine. Oh. That's oh. everywhere in Russia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all completely white. <laughs> Such a disappointing chat-up line. <laughs> I'll show you my white bits, i.e. where the sun don't shine. Uh, anything else? Yes? Is it like uh, you're going to sleep with the fishes, like I'm going to murder yeah. you? Yeah. Sleep with the fishes, like I'm going to and murder how, you. And how would that sound in Russian? How would you say that in Russian? I am going to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, if you think it's, I'll show you my white bits. <laughs> buzz now. If you, think it, nope, if you think it's sleep with the fishes, buzz now. It's actually get out of my sight or there will be trouble. <laughs> so would you say then so, that that's a little bit like what... Uh, Sarah said yes, I would. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what I, what, what I forgot, said. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I going forgot, to relocate you. Do you I think left that part out. They're you, getting relocated, but they're not getting new houses. Well, you, were, you, were really, you were very specific. And, yeah, I'll give you five points for the broad... What? The, 
the well, fifth yeah. mind, which oh, does that put us on second place? everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you just have worked really hard getting the right answers. <laughs> Let's respect the system. Get, get out of my sight or there will be trouble. I'm going to relocate you. No, it's actually, a, no, it's, it's nothing a, alike. I'm with Sarah. Yeah. I've, oh, I've got one of my famous terms. Yeah. I mean, I've never had anyone more competitive on the show than Sarah Pascal, I'll be honest with you. She, yeah. well, she, so if that was a competition, I won it. <laughs> I've got a badge for you for most competitive, number one most competitive, and I think you'll be very pleased to have that pinned on at a special ceremony. Yes. <laughs> and it's the end of the round! Team Ecuador and the gift of the show are still tied with no points. We should have gotten, like, at least two and a half points. Well, <laughs> debate, well not debatable, but there's no debate. Not. Um, and the hive mind really kind of basically already winning with 45 points. <laughs> but it is a Christmas episode, so now every question the teams get is worth double points, because I'm in that kind of mood. Oh. The next round is the teams round. A member of each team... A member of each team has come prepared with an audience... Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get much sleep this week and I can feel it in my tongue. What are you oh doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know when your brain gets slow because... No Tired tongue before. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just, you know, your brains, what? you know, words do funny no, things. It's not a thing. If your brain, if your brain's tired, it's hard to get words out. A member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their cultural family background. Hopefully, a bit of a festive one. If they read my email, audience, if one of you has a question for one of the teams, that would be great. So, Team Ecuador, do you have a question for a gift to the show? So my yaya and papu, it's like my Greek grandparents, uh, either on Christmas Day or New Year's Day, depending on how they're feeling, uh, they bake a bitha, which is like a cheese pie, and they'll put something in the cheese pie for you to discover or to find. And whoever mm -hmm. finds it... Uh, has no more clues. ...is a swan. <laughs> <laughs> what do Steen's Greek grandparents put in a pie on Christmas Day? But you want to find it. Like, everyone wants this. Stop everyone wants it. I'm It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. Can we ask some Christmas. questions so to it, narrow they... it down? Is it, is it edible? You can, you can eat it, potentially. I, I, would, I wouldn't, but you could. I'm thinking if they're not bad grandparents, they just put money in the pie. You can't eat that. You can eat money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat money. I don't think you shit money afterward. <laughs> Depends on if you eat coins or just paper money. I don't think it's money. Okay. He said it's kind of edible. Kind of edible. Oh, I just said, like, you know, you could eat it. Oh, maybe you, maybe you could, you you could eat a lot money. of things. I could eat that table, but I wouldn't. It might be money. I need a final oh, answer. No, a jumper. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Should we go with money? Okay, is it money, Steen? It's money, yeah. Ah! That's 30 points, right? It's a lira. So it's like a, a, a gold coin wrapped in our foil that she'll, she'll put in, and then she cuts it in segments, and then we go from the oldest to youngest, which slice of pizza you, you get to choose. Ah. And whoever gets it gets prosperity and, and wealth for, for the year. The gift to the show. Do you have a question for the hive mind? 
Yes, yeah, so in uh, Romania on Christmas Eve, uh, most families kill somebody. Uh, who do they kill? What? <laughs> what? It's a real question. On Romania on Christmas Eve, most families kill somebody. Yeah, who it's do a they tradition, kill? yeah. It's a tradition. You, you sound like Donald Trump describing the Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry, who do, do, we you, get who do they kill? Nobody Hive mind, who do they kill? The turkey. The turkey. Do they kill the turkey? Satan. Satan. The devil. The devil. Santa. The oldest member of the family has to go. Anyone they want, like it's a purge or something. It's a purge? Anyone they want? It's a specific summit. Okay. All right, hive mind. Fast now if you think it's the purge, anyone they want. Um, Fast now if you think it's the oldest member of the family. Fast now if you think it's Santa. Fast now if you think it's Satan. Fast now if you think it's the turkey. Okay, I think you said uh, Satan, is that correct? Uh, no, it's the family pig. <laughs> the family pig! Each family traditionally grew their own pig and they murdered it at Christmas. Oh, this is a sad story. Yeah. No, because they get a new pig in January. Right. <laughs> I don't feel that's pleased Sarah Pascoe the vegan. I don't shocked about the death of a pig. Have you seen Christmas? Have you seen every Christmas dinner? It's a dining room situated yeah, barnyard we... massacre. <laughs> but we don't go out uh, animals you don't even know. At least that animal like was loved. No, but usually the pig has a name. He has a name! He's a happy pig! <laughs> it seems wrong though to sort of festively celebrate the death of a pig. Um, all right, hive mind. Uh, do you have a question? Uh, in Sweden, on Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. what does everyone do at three o'clock? Three o'clock in, in the, the morning afternoon. or afternoon? Afternoon. In Christmas. Well, I hope they give themselves a big round of applause for lots of their laws. <laughs> and <laughs> for being an inspiration to us all. This is on Christmas Eve, did you say? Christmas Eve. We celebrate on Christmas Eve. We don't really do much. Oh, OK. Ooh, a little trick question. <laughs> three o'clock. So you're thinking it's something to do with food or something to do with presents, something to do with Monica, they, they said that they have a king or queen? Yes. Gustav. What's that? Gustav. Gustav? Oh, so you all have a drink outside. You all go outside and have a drink with Gustav, the king of the drink. <laughs> Do you go outside and have a drink? What is the answer? No, we sit down and watch uh, Donald Duck. What? Oh. <laughs> you sit down and watch. Donald Duck. Christmas Eve, three o'clock. Uh, every year, wow. there's a TV special with Donald Duck. Wow. You check it out on Wikipedia. That's amazing. That's amazing. And it's the end of the round. Team Ecuador are keeping it competitive with no points. Um, the gift of the show have thirty points. And the Hive Mind have 55 points. The next round is our World War II sexting round. During World War II, sweethearts sending each other telegrams would use acronyms to disguise the true nature of their communications because letters were being censored. So, for example, Norwich stood for Knickers Off, Ready When I Come Home. This is the round where we realise your sweet granny was keeping calm and talking utter filth. 
Teams, you have 30 seconds to guess the correct acronym while Mark Hodge packs up our troubles in his old kit bag. Points will be awarded for creativity. And the word is stardust. Stardust. to the show. So we have uh, sucked its ass really deep until Susie trembles. <laughs> wow. Also, we both came up with it. I'm not a weird degenerate man. Right, okay, great. It was a joint effort, team effort, yes. Team Ecuador, what have you got? Sexy time and raunchy dings under six times. <laughs> under what? Under six times. So at least six uh, times. Yeah, so yeah. at least five. At least five. <laughs> Sarah? I don't like this game. I think it's rude. <laughs> That's sort of the point. I think it's a rude game. It's a bit of a rude game. Okay, so I've refused to play. <laughs> <laughs> to teach you all a lesson about peer pressure and going along with the crowd. Okay. Uh, Sarah Pascoe <laughs> is uh, getting in early on the Smash the Patriarchy round by refusing to conform. Anybody in the audience? Yes? Uh, sexy times are ready. Don't unwrap Santa's toys. Oh! <laughs> sexy times are ready. Don't unwrap Santa's toys. See, that's nice. You used innuendo rather than... Mm, you could have... <laughs> you could have done that too, Sarah. But I didn't have enough time! <laughs> uh, Ned Sedgwick, the real answer is... The real answer is, still thinking and remembering, darling, unforgettable seconds together. <laughs> so, how filthy was that, Sarah? Yeah, that's true. By the way, the winners were the ones with the most filthy answers. So. Right, right. You, but you, you will get points for creativity on that one, yeah, and yeah, Ned, the, um, Ned, Ned will work out those points while we play the last round. The final round is the Smash the Patriarchy round. For our final round, we have just one question about a minority group who rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression, also known as the Stick It to the Round Man, because I sometimes get words in the wrong order. <laughs> From which famous Grinch did the British public steal Christmas in 2009? The actual Grinch. <laughs> the actual He's Grinch. He's the most famous of all the Grinches. He is. He's got a movie. Hey, he, he's a Dr. Freak. Zeus uh, wrote many articles about him. I think that's Dr. Seuss. That's a bit like no, Satan. No, Zeus says in the Greek. Uh, he's a knockoff. Uh, he's a knockoff. Um, from which famous Grinch did the British public steal Christmas in 2009? Gift to the show. Sadia. <laughs> It wasn't me. Um, <laughs> so in Britain in 2009, something happened. Okay, what was that? <laughs> Hive Mind. Simon yes. Cowell. Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. Oh. Yes. What? How did? How did that happen? They voted for Rage Against the Machine to become yeah. Christmas number one. They voted Rage Against the Machine for Christmas number one. Well done, Hive Mind. That is correct. And it's the end of the show. Team Ecuador finished as they started with zero points. Sorry, Sarah, but last time you, you won by miles. I just wanted to no, give No, no, last time she didn't win and she shouted at me a lot. Uh, and right, it no, really no. Scared. To be fair, she should have I, I won. Don't, I don't remember. I just love to play. <laughs> <laughs> the gift of the show have 50 points, but the hive mind have a record-breaking 75 points. Wow! 
did bring it home today, Hive Mind. You really did. Congratulations to the winners who successfully pillaged the globe like cultural Vikings and kudos to the losers. Where, why did my script not end up in this? I wrote a new one for this and every single one and none of them are not here. Fine. <sighs> I did. I wrote them for all. <sighs> Fucking hell. Did, did you write them with your tongue? Is that what it is? <laughs> Catalonian wooden logs to the winners, uh, which will defecate out presents to you on Christmas morning, and frosty spiders to the losers, who will find their Christmas trees decorated in webs. Better than anything I could have written at home. Um, please give it up for Steve. Oh shit! My tongue. I'm telling you, it's my tongue. I'm just too tired. Okay. Please give it up for Steen Raskopoulos. to Global Pillage, hosted and created by Deborah Francis White. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Zoe, Meta, Lauren and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, please... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Visit globalpillage.net.